Hey, you're listening to the Winnipeg Music Project, where music making matters. I'm your host, Ashley Bienyage. Each episode features interviews with local music makers in hopes to connect the vibrant Winnipeg music scene with listeners like you. Through stories of songwriting, album releases, and touring, listen to the unique journeys of local artists who love what they do. Listening to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. I'm Ashley Vignes, your host. Today I'm here with Andre from Zarada. Is yes. It? Yeah. yeah. That's right. Is that right? Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> we practiced a little bit, but I wanted to make sure I got it. So thanks so much for coming on to the show. Thank you for having me. Um, we've been talking about this for a little while. Um, so uh, let's just start with um, who are you? Why are you here? I am a, am a, I'm a human. Plays music. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. I'm a little worried. <laughs> uh, why am I here? Did you approach us or did I approach you? I can't remember. Uh, there was a, a submission, but then I, I let it kind of die for a little yeah, bit. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, hey, wait a go. second. Yeah. I think we're just trying to, you know, we're trying to do a little bit more promotion and uh, get get ourselves out there a little bit. So mm-hmm. I am, uh, my name is Andrei Michael Chishin. And uh, yeah, I play in Zrada. I don't know if some, some of you listening, maybe you've heard of us. We're a local Winnipeg band. Uh, we've been playing music since uh, about 2006. Oh wow! Yeah, it's been a long time. Been a long time. That's amazing. Yeah. And 2006. So, uh, for someone, if you were in the elevator with someone, how would you describe the music? Is that an elevator pitch? Yeah. yeah. I would say that it is it is good music for a party. Uh, if it's in a different language, but I would say it's like a folk punk, so pretty rowdy, overly emotional at times, but a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah. Good. Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah. It's very Eastern European where you're either la- you're like dancing like crazy, you start crying, and then at the end you're dancing again. So that's, <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Sounds like a, a regular of, day for Range me. of emotions. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So who else is in the band who couldn't be with us today? Oh, they're probably out at the lake enjoying themselves. Um, so... Uh, they're all good friends. So uh, Nick, Nick Luchak, Nicholas Luchak on drums. Okay. Got uh, Michas Chabluk. He plays the violin and does a lot of the vocals. Andriko Semenyuk. He can't join us because he actually lives in Calgary. He plays the accordion, lots of the vocals. Talented singer. Got uh, Alex Derlago, our, our bass player. Uh, Adam uh, Adam Sirik, our lead guitarist. And I, th- I think that's everybody. And then myself. I'm hoping I didn't miss anybody. No, I don't think I did. I think that's six. Yep. Yeah. It should be six people. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, so how do you have it when someone was living in Calgary? How do you balance that? How do you make that work? Uh, he flies in. Every single time? Not every single time. When he can. He has, uh, he has a way to do that with an airline that he works for. She'll um, go unnamed. Which, which is not illegal. Yeah. You know, he's a good sport about it. Yeah. I, I don't like flying myself, so just the thought of doing that all the time makes me just makes me anxious thinking about it. So. Right. Yeah. But he's he's you know he's uh, he's like the core of the band. You know he he uh, he kind of keeps us centered actually a lot of, a lot of the time, and you know you know we're just very appreciative that he comes in. Not, yeah. Sometimes you know like once every couple months, get a good couple practices in, or if there's like a, a really important show, you'll try to get in for that something like that if it works out. Okay. So, and if he's in town to be visiting family. Then we'll try to schedule 
around him a little bit. Right. Oh, yeah. cool. That's I love that. Do you make that work? I think the accordions. Well, he, he moved there. He originally lived here. And okay. Then, but yeah. he was adamant that, you know, I'm doing this. And you're willing to make it work? Yeah. That's awesome. Hard to find a good accordion player, you know? So when you guys first started yes. in 2006. I barely remember it, yeah. Which was like 13 years ago. Yeah. That's crazy. It's a long time ago. Um, how did it all start? Where did this all come from? Uh, the origin story is how do most bands start? You know, people know each other. People know each other people that play music. There was three or f- three of us. Let's let me think here. Yeah, there's three of us. Four of us. Four of us that were playing in. And like, if you've ever been to like, a, a social in Manitoba. Like a Ukrainian social specifically, there's there's you know there's a whole circle of bands that will play at these socials and weddings, and I, I assume other cultures have this as well. You know, so you play music, folk songs of that culture. You know, for us, we play these sort of really cheesy polka versions of like old folk songs, and then you play Brown Eyed Girl, Summer '69, <laughs> uh, you know, Blister in the Sun. And then you go back and play like a couple of waltzes and people, you know, that's, that's just, that's a scene. I had, you know, my, my, I have family, like my great uncle, you know, they had this music in Portage de Perry. These guys were playing uh, music by Kuzik. You know, they were, you know, put violin accordion at, at a wedding, at a barn dance. So we were sort of playing, we were playing in a band like that. However, all of us grew up, those four guys, you know, reggae, uh, thrash, you know, death metal, um, but then also folk music, Ukrainian folk music. So we had this very interesting mix of influences. There were other bands doing sort of what we wanted to be doing. And I think we, I think quite frankly, we were getting a little sick of, oh, got to play, you know, this cheesy polka, waltz. Yeah. Nothing wrong with polka. You know, I used to bash mm-hmm. it and I actually feel bad about that now, but that's a whole different story. Um, We'll be good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we started talking. Hey, hey, do you want to do something different? We had no idea what that was going to be. Right. You know, we didn't know. There was a guy. He had a house. He had a basement. Let's meet. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> let's, let's jam. Let's like that's the classic. You know. Yeah. Let's 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 go see what happens. Yeah. And then it became. You know, I think I was probably a driving force in that. So it became incumbent on me to have something to play. That was my first foray into writing anything. I mean, in early stuff, I really modeled it on. You know, but that's what I think a lot of people do. You model it on something that you've heard, yeah. right? So there's this really great Ukrainian band, which is now broken up, reformed with different people called Haidemakia. And they played Ukrainian folk music with dubstep, like not dubstep, dub, punk. And they did it really well. These these guys were all professional level musicians. None of us were that. Uh, so we I know we emulated that. Then Gogol Bordello was around, you know, like, oh, that's cool. And And I think... I was sort of cringing driving over here today, thinking about the early days because I was thinking about this interview. You know how much early, early on you want to be somebody. You want to be. You almost want to be that other band. You know, you okay, you, yeah. you don't. You, don't you, you will never admit it. Yeah. But you want to be at that you, same you, level. Oh, yeah. You just, you just want it instantly. Like yes, like, I want to be. That's what I want. I want to be Gene Hutz, Gogol Bordell. That's what we want. We went to those kind of shows, and so then I think you write songs like that, and then pretty obvious to other people like, you guys are just copying mm-hmm. and then yeah years later you look and go oh yeah yeah you know but if you stick with it i think eventually you you get your own stuff out of it you uh you learn that sounding like your influences is not the most important thing yeah being inspired by that is so four of us 
we found another guy. We found Mikhaes on violin. Funny story. Didn't know this kid. Knew he played violin. He was, you know, 17 years old at the time. Cornered him somewhere at a social. <laughs> hey, I heard you play violin. You want to be in this? He claims that we said caveman rock band. I don't remember saying that. I think he was just frightened by these guys. <laughs> by these guys that were about, you know, in their 20s. Yeah. And just agreed to it. But he came along. You know, we're really good friends now. And... uh we just started playing stuff, and I wrote these really odd songs, some of which we still play in the set. You know, the ones from, you know, 14, 15 years ago, we're still playing those songs. I think, they're, I think you know, in a way, you can never capture lightning in a bottle. You can never recreate the purity of those early songs. So we started playing. Where did we play? I think our first official show we just posted on Instagram, but it was at the Graffiti Gallery. It's some. It was a. <gasps> it was the. Oh, the acoustics in there, or it was concrete. It's like playing in a bunker. So, but it was fun. We wore. I wore an Adidas tracksuit with the Ukrainian shirt. I had this uh, three meter long Ukrainian mountain horn. I was playing. None of us knew what the hell we were doing. Uh, it was at a Super Eight short film festival, and we were some sort of bizarre novelty act. I think to fill in time. And somehow, I mean, I think we probably weren't that good, but whatever. Our, but our friends were there, and they sat, and they clapped very politely and told us we were great. And I love, I love all those people for sticking with us early on. And then where do we start playing? I don't, I don't know. We played. At, we somehow ended up playing at – we had like a couple of shows at the Kings Head. We booked our own shows, and they were, they were packed. I think people just wanted to go, and I don't think we were that good, but they were sort of rowdy and, and fun. And then, you know, we did all, anyways, I'm deviating, but that's how, it. that's how it started. So it started out of this sort of bizarro music scene which exists in Canada. You know, this Ukrainian-Canadian wedding social band world. There, mm -hmm. it, it's there, you yeah. know, and, you know, you can look up like Mickey and Bunny. They were from the, from the 60s. They were, they were the originals, you know, they were playing, they were doing like Bob Dylan songs in Ukrainian and, and then like This Land is Your Land, they did this. So they were sort of this... The beginnings of I think Ukrainians in Canada trying to get like start recording stuff, mm -hmm. you know, and so we're we some of us were of that world, but also growing up when I was growing up listening to my dad's record collection, you know, Doors, Sabbath, you know, dad used to blast Black Sabbath to wake us up on Saturday mornings when mom was going to get us to go to Ukraine school. So like you know, he had this weird things happening emotionally i'm connect so connected to black sabbath and zeppelin <laughs> you know and you get into metal metallic iron maiden you know and, and our bass players and dub and i don't know that's the best way that i can explain it we didn't know we didn't have a clue what we were doing i had a strong idea of what i wanted it to be but i think at that time i wanted to just be this final product yeah you know, that's what i wanted. You wanted the end results right yes away. that's right and i've always been like that i think in life and, Same. I, and it's yeah. like i want that usually changes over time and I realize do I want that but yeah, yeah I think I'm going through one of those transitions myself like yes. like what like you gotta like your value kind of just switch oh yeah that's interesting it's, right it's sometimes frightening like it's... how how was I how did I change so much and, and oh I don't even that person that I was when this band started I, don't, I wouldn't recognize that person now yeah to be honest with you yeah so. that's crazy yeah so you 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 were jamming in this um, yes. this basement. Yes. Um, how did it go from like, did, were you always like, okay, we're going to be performing soon? Or was always just, were you just, let's just start making our own uh, thing? I don't know. We recorded a sort of a demo, six songs, really early on in 2006. I think I still have a few copies of it and we handed it out to friends and stuff like that. So that was cool. I think we, that was good that we recorded something so early. Um, I really to, wanted to look to look back perform. on or? 
just that we recorded something mm-hmm. that early. I think I don't. I think we'd only been playing together for maybe like less than a year, and we had something recorded. That's mm-hmm. cool, you know. I only recently took it off of Spotify because you know quality control. Some of it's okay, but you know I just couldn't listen to it anymore. I, I get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It's fun listening to it, though. There's a lot of interesting things going on there. Yeah. But um, I think we all wanted to perform. We wanted to have, like, these rowdy, like, punk, polka, ethnic rock shows. We just wanted this this thing to happen. That's, I think we were all on that page. Like, like let's, locally, you mean? Yes. Okay. Or, and then I think we all had delusions of grandeur, as mm-hmm. we as you still have. We still have to, to do. Like, maybe we'll play wherever, here, there, and... Berlin and Folk Fest and like, yeah, everyone's going to love us and we're so good. And, you know, you have to drink your own Kool-Aid to a certain extent. Yeah. As I've discovered. Mm-hmm. So, but I think the focus was always on let's perform, let's have really rowdy shows and like, let's have parties and well, we're going to blow the Ukrainian community out of the water and they won't know what hit them. And so I think for a long time, we were very combative with the existing, you know, what we saw as kitsch. Ukrainian Canadian music is so kitschy and we want to, going a different direction and you know and people bought on and bought into that we had this early article on, on us in the free press we were the front page of the art section wow and it was it was loud proud no polkas allowed and it was all like <laughs> there was this line in there if you don't like Zerada's music they'll tell you to suck a cabbage roll and there was all these <laughs> horrible food puns which that's another long story if you want to talk about food food in our reviews always food is mentioned but uh, it was this thing of these guys are young and they don't care what anyone says and they're going to take Ukrainian music and explode everything. And I think for a while we thought, yeah, yeah, but it's so, it's a bit tacky. You know, we, we I think I probably insulted a few people early on by saying those sorts of things. Like, but you're young. and Right. Yeah. And there were some really good musicians. We said, you know, polka, blah, blah, blah. we don't want to be a wedding band. And I think that I know a lot of good musicians and people that play in those bands. And, you know, they, they yeah. and I, I regret that. I feel bad, you know, for some of the things that I said. You know, you're trying to be edgy. And then it wasn't for us for some stupid reason, or not stupid, it just was. We, it wasn't enough for us to just do our own thing. We had to right. re- define ourselves as being, as being apart, Create a, your apart, own trailblazer. apart, yeah. one word apart from something else. That's right. Yeah, so. it's surprising how like I've I've in recent months learned about how thriving the the wedding isn't it? Oh well, yeah, made, you're aware, right? Like, yeah. like, you can I, make good money. It's yeah. fun. It's a lot of fun too. Because uh, Factor was recently changing their trying to change their program, and yes. they did they did a diversity inclusion pa- um, meeting or panel, and I was talking to someone who was attending. And they said that there's like a whole huge thriving Filipino um, yeah. oh, I, a band. I'm sure. And like yes. they make their money and, they, and the people want to buy their recordings, but there's no real funding for that kind of thing because it's not yeah. really usually original music. And they're trying to bring something like that because there, it, there are people who are doing it. Yeah. You know, I think it's it's pretty it's a it's ripe for a documentary or something because there's I think every community must have it. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's there. Anything that's like yeah. been there for a while. and Exactly. It's it's I think it's cool. Uh, well, we we were getting booked for all these Ukrainian festivals, and there's, that's a whole different scene as well. There's all these there's so many Ukrainians, over a million people of Ukrainian descent in Canada, and so these fest, there's festivals in Edmonton and Ottawa and Dauphin is happening right now and Vagerville and and I think people probably get mad at me for saying it, but we don't we're not we're, we want we're not going to do any more Ukrainian festivals. I think we sort of won't we decided we don't want to play those festivals anymore and there's a reason for that not that i have anything against them but we're not we're not a ukrainian band 
we're a band that uses Ukrainian folk imagery. We're not a, I'm quoting, doing hand quotes right now. We're not a Ukrainian band. And there's nothing wrong with calling yourself a Ukrainian band, but we are inspired by our, our roots. And I think we've only come to realize this in the last five years. We're inspired by our roots, but we are not selling ourselves as that. So what are we? We are playing folk punk music uh, that is influenced by jazz and reggae and dub and thrash metal using this Ukrainian mythology Mm. from the folk music. And just um, because I'm a little ignorant and I don't don't know, but what does does modern folk, or sorry, modern Ukrainian music modern yeah like what how how is what you're doing not kind of similar well are these festivals mostly just like traditional we're talking we're talking about ukrainian festivals in Mm -hmm. canada and things like that in the states we've played we've played there uh well i just think that we haven't always had the greatest experience at these festivals because they book us they have booked us and they're expecting that we're going to play polkas you know, and it, and it irks me to no end that I need to get over it one day. But, you know, even after sometimes we've played in, in Winnipeg, you know, we're giving around, we're playing thrash metal, we're mosh, and, you know, people are going nuts. And the people at the end, some guy will go, oh, why don't you guys play a couple of polka? I'm like, are you like, uh, do you not understand what we're what we're doing here? Right. They, and peop- some people, I still love them, they just, they don't seem to understand what we're doing. Yeah. It's, it's, it, because yeah. I think they hear the word Ukrainian and and Winnipeg Free Press Stylus, uh, every review we've ever had is always this is this music is good as good as Baba's Borscht and stuff like this. It's these right crappy mm. food cliches. It's like this. Oh, they're Ukrainian. They oh, eat. Yeah. <laughs> holopchi, vodka. Hey, hey, right. ho, 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 ho. So like we're yeah. not a Ukrainian band. We're just a band. Mm. We're really serious about our roots and the mythology of the country where our ancestors are from. And I could talk about the mythology in our music if you want. And yeah, we're not selling ourselves as Ukrainian because I think when you say that, people, you, yeah. people take license to, to bring up like all these cheesy things. And we don't want we don't want that. And I don't think I don't think many people would want that. Nobody wants to be sort of pigeonholed stereotypes in this. And some of these stereotypes and things are so just come on. Outdated. Let's get o- yeah, yeah, let's let's get over I get it. That. Right? Let's get over it. Yeah, and I think that, that happens a lot with with, I guess, for example, cultural music like um, oh. like francophone. We're and cultural it, music there. I like that. There yeah. You go. yeah, and and um, like like working at Manitoba oh, Music, we deal with indigenous music, yeah. and there are some artists who don't want to be identified or identified as an indigenous musician because they 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 immediately get put on the indigenous stage and like, they're making. You music. want to be a musician, right? Exactly. I understand. I understand both. To be honest, to be quite frank, I I can understand both. Mm-hmm. I think that we've just we just started out one way, and I think we've just gone another way. Yeah. With our identity as a, as a band. So. Mm-hmm. That's a great transition for my next question. Yeah. How would you say that your music from the beginning has changed? Like, what what have you like? How have you grown? Maybe in terms of genre sure. or style. Um, uh, well, technique. I'd say if you listen to the first things that we did, it was either reggae, influenced by reggae, dub and sort of punk 
pol- polka punk. Like ska or something? Well, it's a ska, yeah. I mean, I like ska. <laughs> I'm not ashamed of it. I like ska. I've got to, whatever. Ska I, gets this bad rap, man. I know. I I, no, 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 no. I, only, I didn't really know what ska was. I thought it was like some kind of like a division of like metal or something just because yeah, of the yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then oh, I, true, true. And then I attended this um, big mix up from through Witch Police. Yes. And yes, they're like, can we play ska? And I'm like, oh, we're going to play this metal. And then someone started playing that. And I'm like, oh, it's like beach music. Everyone, everyone thinks, everyone laughs at ska, but as soon as someone starts playing ska, everyone starts dancing. I'm just going to yeah. say that. So so we started out with a lot of that. Ukrainian folk songs, the originals that I wrote and we wrote and the ones they were covering, they do mix really well. They vibe very well with reggae, dub, ska, sort of thrash metal. They just go well with, with those styles. So we've definitely expanded, I would say. You know, one of the songs that I sent you, The Fog, is this very atmospheric. I don't really I don't really know what style it, it, it is. You know, we've got, uh, we, I think Adam, our guitarist, is a very talented jazz guitarist. I, I am a huge jazz nut. I mean, I, I'm not skilled enough to play jazz, but elements of that have crept in, more elements of improvisation, different time signatures. Um, you know, Alex and Adam, these guys are phenomenal musicians and they're thinking of ideas that are just forcing us to go in, in, in different directions. So stylistically, we always, I always have a rule. Is this, is this danceable? Even if it's a weird time signature and it, and it's all, it can, if we're playing somewhere, people are going to be right. you know, getting into this. And that's a rule that I always have. You know, you, you can, we can have parts where it's, you know, really all di- very different, but always, you know, are people, can people sway a little bit? Mm. And do you mean danceable as in like Western standards or because like, I, don't know. I know like polka music and like, uh, and movement can be kind of odd yeah. and have weird like. Oh yeah. No, sound. I don't know. Just I, we we're spoiled. You know, our audiences are awesome. People really get into it. And we've always, we've been lucky with that. I think that, so when we play shows where people are standing still or just clutching a beer and, you know, swinging, yeah. I'm upset. I'm on stage like, are people like it? Do people like this? Right. I'm questioning myself, but I think people like it. But, you know. Could just be the lighting in the room. Could be. Could be. <laughs> I mean, we've played some just insane shows. You know, we had like mosh. We had a crowd surfing at the Times Change once. I mean, that was. That at was, the Times Change? Yes. Before the renovation. There wasn't much room in there, but it was yeah, cool. Yeah. So, you know, we love that. So our music, I always go, Ken, not all the songs, but. I think our sets are also geared to a climax. You know, we like to bring people to this high energy finish. You know, will we get people there with this music? I'm all about. I'm all for experimentation, different musical styles. Um, but I always, as long as it's danceable and it, and it flows. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I mm-hmm. like, you know, that's 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 for me. Um, Is that from like experience? Like you played a couple of slow songs, you're like, nah, that's not gonna. We work. always play some slower stuff, and okay. then you know, I. It's really funny, actually, because several of us played in these wedding bands. I think we're hyper paranoid of, oh my god, we're playing a slow song. People are leaving. They're going. They're they're going outside. They're not going to come back. We got like we got to get the crowd back. We got to get the crowd back. Oh, we're losing them. We're losing them. And there's yeah. a couple of us that are have have like some sort of post traumatic stress of, oh my god, if we can't play any. That's yeah, right. We have to scientifically engineer these set lists yeah. perfectly so mm-hmm. that no one will ever leave. Yeah, that's yeah or that. just lock the back door. There you go. <laughs> That's probably illegal. They'll just all be pooling, yeah, 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 pooling yeah. at the back and just That's collecting. Right. <laughs> we've got a new song that we're working on now. Well, you know, we've just performed it live. I would say it has a bit of a Latin vibe. And I originally had a, like a fella cootie Afrobeat vibe going in it. But it's kind of gone to the more Latin style. But I think it still has the fella cootie feel to it. Just because, I, I don't know, it just sounds neat. So... We've definitely expanded a little bit in our in our styles, I would say. You're right. So 
It's cool. Yeah. Awesome. It, it is cool. I like listening to it now. So. <laughs> you mean your old stuff? or No, no, no the stuff that we're doing. I was not into anything. But, uh, yeah. yeah. So you can learn from everything. That's right. right? Absolutely. So we do have to take a quick break in a sure. second, but I want to ask one more question. Right. Uh, we talked about it before we were recording, but the name Zrada. Yes. Why? Why? Uh, <laughs> we wanted some sort of name that would signify, you know, it had to be mildly aggressive. It had to be some kind of, you know, cool sounding word. Uh, it's very much how do young men think of names for metal bands what's cool you know behemoth uh <laughs> striker exploder Drada. it was a word i think we discovered it or maybe somebody knew it means treason it can mean treason it can mean betrayal um we just picked it because we liked how it sounded we found out later that has you know a much more negative connotation in eastern european countries not negative it's not a derogatory word but yeah. it's not a Ooh, you know, when you hear those kind of def- like definitions, trying to think of an English equivalent of a, like a very negative word, there's only one way. It's not a, never being never perceived as 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 positive. Um, what mm. would it be? You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to think here. I'll see if I can think of something. Yeah, later. on the yeah. break, I think. Yeah, but when you hear that, it sounds like it's like metal or like like dark and right. Um, but even looking at Zara from like an English perspective from face yes. value, it almost sounds like it could be like electronic. Hey, well, there you go. I uh, wasn't going to spoil it, but there yeah. you go. Our new uh, album. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. But, yeah, um, yeah, that's really cool. I want to talk uh, – when we come back, uh, we'll talk more about, like, the, the writing sure. and um, the the new re-releasing album. Yes. Um, which yes. we'll talk about we'll do a little that. bit. Um, but uh, we're, we're not going to listen to the scythe. Scythe, yeah. Yeah, it, this, is a, it's, it, this, is a, this is a cover of a traditional, a traditional folk song. Um, but we really, really amped it up. I've never heard it done quickly, so oh. it's got a, it. Definitely has a thrash metal vibe going in it, and some excellent uh, guest guitar work by my good friend, uh, Mr. Steve Carson, that does the guitar solo. So mm. yeah, it's one of my favorites. Awesome. All right, so we're gonna listen to that. Uh, is it from this album? It's from Legend. Yeah. Yes, from two two thousand sixteen. Mm. Awesome. All right, everyone, you're listening to the Winnipeg Music Project on 11.5 UMFM. I'm Ashley being as your host. I'm here with Andri. Yes, Andri, Andri, uh, Andri. Andri. That's, that's me. Andri from Zrada. And we'll be right back with some more, um, some more, some more music stuff. All right. Listening to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. I'm Ashley Bienyaz, your host. I'm still here with Andre Zrada. From or sorry, from Zrada. That's yeah. not your last name. You that could be. be a, that would yeah. be a cool last name. There, yeah. There probably is somebody called Andre Zrada. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, they they were punished in there and then that was there. Yeah. For treason. They're very treason. aggressive. Yep. Yeah. Well, can you imagine meeting someone like, hi, I'm John Treason? John Treason. <laughs> <laughs> I, like uh, I kind of do too. That's how, uh, that'd be a really cool. Um, John Trees, that yeah. that's the next Tom. That's the Tom Cruise movie right there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Look at us. We should be making movies. Um, so 
you, we were, before we were recording um, this episode, you're talking about you're doing a re-release of the of uh, Legends, the album. Yes. Why? Why would you want to re-release? <laughs> well, yeah, I I wasn't familiar with re-releasing, but we had we had I think Legend, it's our 2016's full album. Mm-hmm. I think it's our best work. We we've essentially recorded. One full album, two thousand nine, just self titled. We did a, a shorter album. I don't, I don't know if I would like to call it an EP. It was just shorter. It was about six songs. In two thousand, yeah, yeah two thousand twelve, and then this one. This is our. I think it's the best stuff that we've ever done. On you know, that's recorded, mm-hmm. and we just didn't adequately promote it. It didn't. We didn't get it out to where it needed to go. So we'd like to do that. And there was there's a few ideas that didn't get included few things we weren't necessarily totally satisfied with not on the recording and not on the mixing and production end we worked with collector studios those guys are great mm-hmm. just some things musically they did our that intro. I, yeah, yeah they're awesome art and wills love those guys mm-hmm. um and uh just a few th- ideas that i thought eh, we you know they didn't end up doing it so there's there's one song that we've re-recorded entirely with adam on your guitarist he's because we started playing it live sometimes you have a new musician and then they have a different take on it and it just works so we really want to sort of capture that moment uh, there was a song I originally wanted to be on there, never made the cut, and um, so yeah, just to get it out, really promote it, really well, get it, get it, get it out there because it is good. We're really proud of it, and we just, quite frankly, didn't didn't do it a good enough job. Right. Yeah. Um, and can I ask what didn't meet your standards? Like, what? Why does it? What? What did you do? The or what do you want to do now that is going to you'll be happier with? There was just a few minor things that we that we tweaked sonically. Um, some of the some of the instrumentation, the song the song it's called "Find the Sea" that that we're re-recording or we have re-recorded now. Uh, when we play it with our with Adam now, it just it has a different feel to it. So that's sort of neat for people to hear. It's just uh, it's just I think it's a bit better actually. The version on the album is good, and I would never get rid of it. But it uh, it has these four different movements that perhaps were maybe a little bit excessive. Mm. So. Yeah. You use the word movements. Um, can you explain, like, is there, like, a non-traditional, like, verse-chorus, verse-chorus structure? Or is it very, like, there's four different all my s- All the songs that I've ever, well, not all of them, but most of them, I always, I look back at it now, and I, I definitely record things in distinct movements. Each song that I, I do for some, I don't know what pills I swallowed, but there's <laughs> always some sort of introduction that is different from the main song. And then I'll always, I usually tend to have some sort of breakdown and then either go to a final movement or come back to the main theme. That's just the way I write. Mm. And uh, the Find the Sea that's on the original album has this really interesting ending part that we've never done live. Maybe we might, we might have played it once. It just didn't really suit live performances. So the version we do now is much better in terms of live performance. But That's interesting. And... Or do you have like classical training with music? I or? took, you know, I took the Royal Conservatory piano, like grade six, grade grade one theory. That was it. I played band. I played con- you know, concert band in high school. I had a really good band teacher, um, Mr. Corin. If you're listening, thanks. Showed me how to play the trumpet. But I mean, I'm not a particularly skilled trumpet player. I I can play what I can play because I play it all the time. I, you know, I, I wish I was a, ba- a better trumpet player, but I don't. You know, I don't. I don't practice enough, quite frankly. <laughs> I'm, I'm first to admit. I know how that works. Yeah. yeah, you know, you know. You gotta put work into it. What? That's that's right. Yeah. What was the, sorry? What was the question? I completely I lost, um, lost the plot there. Oh no! So did I. I was just really enjoying. Um, 
Oh, classical training. No, well, right. so that's it. So piano. Uh, when I was growing up, my mom would just sit down at the piano for hours and just play without music. That was amazing to me as a kid, just listening to that, watching that. I didn't understand. How can you? What do you mean? She was playing classical music? She would play some and a lot of Ukrainian folk stuff, but just mm. just going for it. Right. Different keys. just. And I wrote conservatory music. I loved it. Well, actually, I didn't love it at the time. Probably, <laughs> I'm thankful for what I learned, but I never, I didn't learn any imp- improvisation. I didn't nope. learn how to never transpose. Learned. Didn't learn anything like that. So, in theory, you would have probably learned. Like in a, theory, in, th- in, like in, in theory, the, in the theory class, in theory class, right? Yeah. But, but not how to sit down and play a song and, right. and gee, now I'll move it up to C. And, mm-hmm. You know, that's thankfully I've got a decent ear, so I I can do it. But that's sort of I came to that much much later on on my own. Yeah, so. like I didn't learn anything about like that until I went to music school. It's just, right. and it's really unfortunate. Like, that's what I really wish. Like, yes. if, I used to teach piano, and I think if I do it back, I would make my kids mm-hmm. learn that because it's just, it's so helpful. And, it and it's like, if, if you're in a band, you're like, you want to change the key really quick. It's like, okay, you got to know how to do that. Another tough, uh, um, the gauntlet is our family Christmases. Everyone wants to sing carols. Everyone's had a little bit to drink. Sit at the piano, my, so my aunt always does it. And she's got to switch keys all the time. Oh, we're singing that now. You know, one one uncle singing one key, my dad singing another key, and she's got to figure it out. And I was always amazed, how can you do this? So I've I've had to do it now. She sort of lets me get in there a little bit, but it's hard. Like this is the key. That, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's not because they're like that's too high, too low. Oh my god, I got to play B flat. No, I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, it's oh, like good, oh, okay, good Lord. what's the keys in here? B flat. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not that skilled. So. Uh, it's it's tough, especially if you haven't like been drilled. Yes. Totally Why is there it. a capo for pianos, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, well, we, you can see all of it. Yeah, so, that's like, right. With my with my bandmate, like she's like, it's like a, it's the, this note three no, three up. And I'm like, oh, I have to figure out what I'm doing. Mm-hmm, like, okay, mm-hmm. guess we're doing an F sharp minor. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes the knowledge is too dangerous to know what key you're oh, playing in. Yeah. I think McCartney had it right. I don't think McCartney could read music. He just, you know, he just knew the patterns. Right? Yeah. So. Right. The the order. So, um, what's the back to the whole like structure yes. thing? Um, folk music. What's yes. the structure with that? Like, how does that work? Ukrainian folk music yes. specifically. Specifically. Well, them- thematically, if you open up a Ukrainian songbook, which I have many, there's a lot of lament. You know, so there's so there's songs from the 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 Kozak, the Cossack era. There, a lot about war and guys going out, lamenting their girl at home and never coming back and dying in battle. There's a whole you know 500 pages of songs on that. Stylistically, they Jeez. are they're minor keys. They usually start in a minor key. There may be a major shift in there. So you go from like an A minor to a F to a C, which sounds amazing. A minor to F to C. Come on. Everybody loves that. That's an amazing chord shift. Like chord progression? Yeah. You know, okay. you A minor, A minor, then F, C. Mm. You know, it's just, it has this emotional resonance to it. So so it's verse, chorus, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, you know. So we have some songs that we've recorded on the castle. There's the, this, or sorry, on the on the album legend there's a song called the castle which is a traditional folk tune and it has that sort of major minor shift and it's really got this powerful sort of gut punch right it's like a power anthem i would i think a lot of those songs are like that but the scythe for instance that's a that's for different region that has a very odd structure you know the the chorus is a is a repetition of half of the verse and then you then you only do three quarters of it and it's it's so once you, but I grew up listening to a lot of this, so it's sort of, it's just in there. It's in my hard drive. Of, I get it. But, you know, I listen to folk music of different cultures and I don't necessarily get it the same way those people would, you know, you just, mm-hmm. you just know it. Yeah. 
But um, that's what it's, it's usually structured like that. Verse, chorus, verse, chorus, usually telling a story. A lot of, a lot of imagery, a lot of imagery from nature. Mm-hmm. A lot of Ukrainian songs have natural imagery that is pre-Christian. So we're talking in the, in the you know, pagan, pagan is sort of a dirty word, I think, for a lot of people. But I have a lot of respect for, for that tradition and, and, that, and that imagery and that music. Um, it's, it's very mysterious. It's very ancient and beautiful. So we try to bring in elements of that mm. into our music. So. So you have this catalog of of Ukrainian mm-hmm. folk music. What, how, yeah. yeah. How do you um? What may ha- what makes the cut? Like when you're reading through, like what makes you decide this is the one? That's I'm a good question. Do? I think it has to be a little unique. Okay. You I don't know? know what does that mean? Something like what I just explained. Maybe there's a slight variation of the verse chorus. You know, some mm. something in there, or a, or a chord progression which isn't as. Uh, it's it's a little bit uh, kind of like oh exactly yeah. exactly not all the songs that we do have that um, sometimes it's just you could be singing it and someone might think of a good riff that goes with that song and you might want to think you might want to well we should write we should do that with with that riff but we only play honestly if maybe three or four pure pure folk covers everything else is original mm, okay you know? so but based on a lot of that imagery. From other songs. So, um, what kind of imagery are you using? Like, what is that? Like, you're saying this Ukrainian imagery. Yeah, and I, you know, one of my projects is actually translating my own lyrics to put them on our website in English, so people can finally know what the hell we're singing about. Nice. Because even some of the guys in the band have asked, "What was this song about?" And then I have to explain it. So most of my songs tell stories. So, for instance, from Legend, uh, the first song, "Sinless Life," that's just a bunch of contradictions and wordplay. But the next song, Black Mountain, which I think is one of the ones I sent you. Yeah, we opened that one. So it's it's sort of set in this universe that I have created for myself in my head. I'm very I'm sort of obsessed with mythologies of things. And so Black Mountain, it's referring to the Carpathian Mountains. And there's a lot of there's imagery in there of uh, a fire and, and, and the Black Mountain is is a metaphor of you, you just get drawn to this this force outside of yourself. And I feel like that when I physically go to the mountains, I just look up and there's these mysterious looming things. I want to go climb them. And I don't know why, but it could be something in your life that is looming that you can't, can't quite grasp. So there's a, there's a lot, there's a mixture, there's a mixture of metaphor with natural imagery. So things like mountains, things like fire, things like different birds have different meaning in, in Ukrainian folk songs. Um, fog, uh, fog comes up quite often. I looked at looked at some of the things that that I've that I've written, uh, you know, and then alcohol. Not the, not that we're glorifying it, but but that's a that's a theme, and and, and alcohol is sort of this this uh, what's the word? What's the sort of this as a force of self destruction? Mm-hmm. So some of sometimes that comes through in, in in the songs. You know, one of the songs from our first album is called "Give Me Liquor," which sounds you know kind of cheesy, but it's about somebody just destroying themselves with it. But in a way, they're sort of content that they're destroying themselves. Right. It's sort of this self-indulgent destruction. So, so that's that. And then find the sea, which we're re-recording, is again. It's about this searching for this, this, this sea, this water. That I think in that case, that song that that represents a person wandering through again the forest, trees, darkness, wandering through the forest, searching for this pure ocean, this this sea, and then sinking sinking down into it. So there's a lot of imagery from nature, and I. I get strength from being in nature, and I think that that some of the most spiritual experiences in my life have been, you know, just somewhere in the white shell, 
sitting on a lake looking and feeling you know one at risk yeah. of sounding yeah. cheesy <laughs> yeah at, at one and and i think that just mixed in with the way i grew up and the music i've just connected the dots and my, that's the way my neurons are wired and i don't expect anyone else will ever have that same neuron pattern but uh that seems to be what, the way i write right you know the stories st- mm. stories of people a lot of longing you know a lot of longing and i think despite people claiming they always have what they want i think all of us have longings for mm. things things we don't even know that yeah. are there sounds a lot like um uh, finnish folk music it's Could always be. about that longing there and is sadness that. There, and yeah so i mean i'm a pretty happy guy but i always have this sort of melancholy thing yeah. in my head it's just, it's just there it's just maybe. social media <laughs> I, you know what i i i uh i don't really use social media but what i'm sorry <laughs> i've never what? heard of someone like that <laughs> look at this wait wait i'll show you look at this bad boy look at that whoa oh, look at that do the do the click into the mic no, that's a, that's a flip phone kids whoa anyways uh, yeah so when we take our photo later you got to have that in the, <laughs> in the photo better yet we'll take it with the phone three megapixels yes. would be great perfect so yeah longing some of the new, the new music is is about unanswered questions somebody wondering one of the, the one of our new songs called what will be you know it's what will be of us this this couple wondering what's going to what will happen with them maybe maybe there's uncertainty but in the song they go down to the river to figure it out, to, to talk it out. So there's a lot of imagery of water. Uh, I didn't mention water. There's a lot, we have a lot of songs about water, that's mm. for sure. So Okay. Yeah. And how, so how long does it take you to write a song? Sometimes a couple days. Sometimes I have to sit at Plug Away for a few months. You know, I write it. I have to take it to my aunt, uh, Christina, to help me with the grammar. You know, my grammar is not 100% perfect. It's okay, but I'll, I'll write it. I sit down with her. We do some some editing. Some some of the times thing, things I write aren't grammatical. I have to change them. I got to go back and rewrite a whole line. Mm. Um, sometimes ideas flow. Sometimes, my God, you know, they're just there. You know, and yeah. you're bouncing around your head, jangling around there for two years or something before anything comes of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does it is a lot of based on because there's so much thought that goes into the into the lyrics and like yeah. the message. Do you do a lot of like research or? I have more lately, to be honest okay. with you. I didn't used to. Um, but now, sometimes for inspiration, I'll crack open a book of uh, folk songs or poetry or something something like that. Or U- Ukrainian? or does A little bit anything? of both. Sometimes just sometimes English stuff, just to get some, some images in my head. Um, fi- pictures even sometimes. Something that will stir up an emotion that, right. I, that I can latch on to. I think if I'm not emotionally connected to something, I don't particularly, I don't have any interest in it and I won't do it. I won't do anything with mm-hmm. it. It doesn't have any meaning for me. Yeah. So. Have, have you considered uh, or have you ever written about other like folk stories from other cultures? Like maybe Hungarian? No, that's Hungarian actually, it's a very or? interesting idea. Yeah. You're just giving me an idea. Mm, you're welcome. Yeah. I'll expect my check and uh, no problem. <laughs> royalties. Okay. No, but yeah. No, that's actually fascinating. Yeah, maybe, um, maybe the focus needs to... To expand a little bit. I just, I, I mean, I learned a lot about Bella Bartok in school, and mm-hmm, one of my favorite yes. composers. Yeah. And I love how like Hungarian folk music has like that those meters that are so different. Oh, Hungarian music is crazy. And I, I, I think that would be really cool to have like this kind of like heavier spin on. Something. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that would be really cool. So I think you should check that out. I will. Yeah. I like cool. It. Great. Awesome. We're actually almost out of time. All this right. has been so much fun. It's I been really. Great. 
Thank I really you. enjoyed um, chatting with you. Um, actually, wait, wait, wait. Before we start okay. being nice and saying bye. Uh, <laughs> we won't be nice. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so do you write the lyrics first and then bring them to the band? or I always write the music first. Okay. It's always a music, musical idea. Mm. Work at it. And then usually I'll say, okay, guys, I'll, I'll think of some lyrics soon. I'm working on the lyrics. Let's just keep oh, working on the music. So I've got something brewing. So it's the so musical. It's always music first. Okay. Always. I've never written anything. I've never written any lyrics before music. Never. No. Okay. I'm always all, I'm sort of, I'm always thinking. I, I've always got music running through my head. Mm. Something. Okay. And have you ever, okay, so then. Um, that's not, that's I have not to write the question. lyrics after, which is hard. Right. Oh, I'll I think of a melody and then I have to find lyrics that fit it. Fit the mood and be grammatically right. correct. And be grammatically correct. It's a tricky one. Yeah. So, like from start to finish, what's the quickest that you've had all of that done? Like from you having the idea, everyone working on it, and then you writing the lyrics and having it fully. Yeah, maybe a few edited. weeks. Maybe a few weeks. If if with the editing and all that, probably. Okay. Yeah. What's the like, longest? Well, I mean, with minus the editing and the the checking of grammar, maybe maybe a day. You know, there's sometimes I have really great ideas and I'll just sit down and I'll do it that's that'll be the quickest right mm. but then i still have to you know it has to go and edit and mm. things like that so hey, have you ever brought something to the band and they're like no we're not doing that After a lot of, all, yeah a lot of time and i like that now there's sometimes they say that's not a good we're not we're not doing that or that doesn't work and, and that's good you know and i recently one of the the new songs we just did i wrote this vocal part Mikhail and just said you know what that vocal part it's not very good we can think of something better it was a bit you know naturally you feel a little uh oh. Whatever, guys. I'm not a musician. But then, but then they thought of something much better. So great, okay. I love it. Bring it's great it on. to have that like collaborative aspect, yeah, so you can yeah. people put you in your place and build off yeah. you. And, and they know more about vocals than I than I could dream to. So yeah, yeah. take their word for it, bro. I did. Yeah, it's good. good. Great. Mm-hmm. Okay, but we do have to go. We do have to wrap up. Yes. Unfortunately, um, we're going to listen to the fog. Um, right. You explained that a little bit, um, but before we go, plug your your upcoming show. I almost forgot. Um, at Whoop and Holler. Whoop and Holler. Folk Festival, Porridge of the Prairie, beautiful Porridge of the Prairie. So come on down. Um, we're playing August the 24th. Uh, we're the final band on the 24th. Which, is that a Saturday? That's a Saturday, right? So Probably. But yeah, at 10.45 till midnight we'll be playing. And yeah, we're just going to, again, you heard, if you listen to me this long, get everybody dancing. You mm-hmm. know? There will be more music, most likely. Not as much talking. It'll be all music. <laughs> I'm a horrible talker on stage. Sometimes someone should just give me a cane. It's so bad. I don't yeah. know. I just ramble. It's horrible. All right. I think I'm. I'm think I'm funny, um, and then I'll make a joke and no one. And I'm like, well, that's fine. I was then I regret. It. I had this massive remorse the next day. Like, did I really? Did I, was I like, do, do that? It? Oh, it's so it's uh, Urkel. Did I do that? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so where can people find you on social media to follow you and support you in the future? Well, or, or, okay. Well, we are. Instagram is. The at sign, again, not really good at this, at Zrada Music. So Z-R-A-D-A Music. Uh, we're on Facebook. Uh, also, I think Zrada Music. Originally, our band was called Zrada Cultural Academy. We were going to be like this. We were, we were going to portray ourselves as a band that was from this school. So some, if you Google Zrada Cultural Academy, you can still find some things oddly enough in there. But our, we just have www.zradamusic.com as well. So, and that that links to everything else. And we got a YouTube channel and, and all that kind of stuff. So, And if you're listening on the podcast, I'll include links to all of yeah. that on thank the you podcast. For doing that. Yeah, yeah, no awesome. problem. Um, awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, Ashley. Um, awesome. Yeah, no, enjoyed it. Totally welcome back. We'll bring the rest of the gang. We'll bring the guy in from Calgary. Um, we'll come in. We'll, yeah. do a, we'll do a couple songs for you if you Perfect. want. Perfect. I'd yeah. love it. Yeah. I'll come to, the, to your future show. Awesome. Um, we'll thank jam you. out. Thank you. 
Um, so everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to the Winnipeg Music Project on 11.5 UMFM. I'm Ashley Bing as your host. Uh, this has been Andre. Andre? Yeah, Andre. From, I'm, gonna, I'm sorry. I, I, I know what it is, but I'm scared. Um, and then from Zrada. Very scary. <laughs> it's very scary. <laughs> it's more scary than uh, Zrada. Um, uh, and tune in next week for another interview with another local music maker. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Winnipeg Music Project. For more on local music makers, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Music by Will and Art from Collector Studio, and a big thank you to UMFM for making this show possible.